Hey everyone, it's been a very long time uh, since I last made a video slash podcast. It's supposed to be a podcast, it really turned into a video series. But um, I come to you from the comfort of my dorm room, announcing the beginning of potentially a new series that I'm starting. Uh, I just want to preface this series by saying that it's not going to look like the last one. Uh, in my last series, which was 40 episodes long, my goal was to bring some humor into your life, to make you laugh, um, even while also talking about serious topics. But the topics I hope to address in this series are ones that are very close to people's hearts, and definitely not things that I think should be joked about. I'm going to be completely honest with you, there is going to be zero consistency in how often I upload these videos. I If I... If something comes to mind, I will think through it, I'll do my research, and then I'll put together a video. It might be days between an episode, or it could be months. It really just depends on how busy I am and whatever's on my mind at a given time. So uh, I just want to lay that out there so there's no expectations that I won't necessarily be able to live up to. Uh, one obstacle I ran into a lot with my last series was that editing would take upwards of seven hours to do. Um, so for this series, it's definitely going to be more of a podcast. There won't be a lot of visuals. Um, I'll probably just take all these cuts and string them together into a cohesive video. But um, definitely will not be very heavy on the editing. Another important thing is that these episodes will address questions that I think are probably more on the controversial side. That doesn't mean I'm going to provide controversial opinions, but then again, every opinion nowadays is controversial to some degree. Uh, and I think that's honestly the biggest problem with the political and social environment today, is that people aren't really willing to listen to others who disagree with them, even if that person has very good points. Um, I am a very moderate person politically. Uh, I used to be liberal, but since coming to college and having some close friends who are more on the conservative side, I've since trended towards the middle, um, which means that I think politically I'm probably not as biased. But obviously everyone has biases when they go into any sort of discussion and that includes myself. So I will do my best at the beginning of every episode to lay out the opinions and biases that I have. Also, for these videos, I'm going to kindly ask that you don't leave comments expressing your opinions on these topics below. I really do not want to feed into what I believe is the biggest problem with social media, where people just have back and forth conversations, or not even conversations, just arguments on in the comment sections of posts. Um, without really knowing who they're talking to. And so I ask that you don't leave those sort of comments below. If you do, I will probably end up removing them. Uh, but I do encourage you, in light of having healthy discussion, to message me your thoughts on each of these topics. If you disagree with me, it's totally fine. I know there will be people that disagree with me. If you agree with me, same thing. And I am happy to have a conversation about it with you on on um, in the DMs because I, I like to think of myself as someone who is open to changing my mind, and just because I have an opinion doesn't mean I am correct, and I think that more people sometimes need to realize that um, just because I say something, just because I say I believe something does not make it true, and if you can provide a counterpoint to it, I might change my mind, you never know. 
in seeing the response of social media to the murder of Dante Wright recently, it brought up a lot of thoughts that I've had for quite some time on this question. Is sharing these stories the best way to combat racism? I want to lay out a few things that I believe are facts and aren't super disputable. The first of these is that I believe there is racism in America. I believe that most reasonable people will admit that there is racism. Whether there's systemic racism, now that's a different topic. People go both ways. But I think everyone can agree that there are people who are racist in this country. I think also everyone can agree that racism is wrong. That someone who is racist should not discriminate against people who are not like them. And thirdly, I want to make it really clear that anybody losing their life as an innocent person, that is a tragedy. And, and Dante's family should be supported and people should be expressing their love for that family because they have gone through a terrible loss at the hands of injustice. I say this because I don't want people to think that I'm arguing whether this was correct or morally right or not. Um, that's really not what I'm addressing. I'm only going to try to address topics that people disagree on, and this is not one of those topics. I think that most reasonable people will not dispute the fact that it was wrong to kill an innocent man. What I am challenging in this video is the response of social media to this event. Um, after any sort of injustice occurs, the, social media usually blows up with articles, and this is no exception to that. And every time I see one of those articles, I ask myself, is this the right thing to do? Stories like the murder of Dante, right, really make our blood boil. I know it did for me. When I saw that headline, I got really angry. And I think that's why most people repost those sort of stories and why they get so widely publicized. But I also think that that's kind of counterproductive to the whole purpose of sharing these posts, which is to raise awareness about racism. Because in my opinion, that's not how racism manifests itself in our society. Quick disclaimer, I am obviously not a part of the African American community because I am not African American. and someone who is may have a much more accurate perspective on this than I do. And some of you might be angry that someone who is not of that community is addressing these topics, but I honestly think these are topics that everyone should be talking about, not just people who are suffering the racism. Uh, back to what I was saying before, uh, I did some research before making this video because I honestly think that an opinion that's not backed by facts is not a very good opinion at all. And I have them in a doc over here because I'm not about to memorize all of these facts, and even if I tried to, I wouldn't be able to, but um, this is what I found. According to a study by Stanford, as well as a report by the Department of Justice, 20 million motorists are pulled over every year. Also, according to the Department of Justice, 11% of those stopped were black drivers, which makes sense because um, the black community makes up a minority of this country, and so naturally less of them are going to be pulled over for speeding. Also, that same study did find that if you adjust for proportions, more black people are pulled over than white people um, in proportion to how many of each driver there are. 
Another independent study done by NPR found that there were 135 black fatalities at the hands of police since 2015, which averages out to about 23 black fatalities per year at the hands of police officers. Now, some of you might say, well, Jordan, that's just the reported cases, but I will bring up the fact that when Donald Trump lost the election, um, a lot of people brought up unreported voter fraud, but that was completely disregarded in, in, in every court it was brought to because that's not considered evidence, and I'm not going to consider that as a valid argument. Um, because there's no real founding behind that. So I'm just going to be basing my arguments on what I can find based on reported data. Now I'm gonna take the extreme scenario that all 23 of those fatalities were innocent black people who were pulled over at traffic stops uh, because obviously there are people of color who do commit crimes and they probably make up a significant portion of those fatalities. But, just to drive home a point, I'm going to assume that all 23 of those people were innocent. Uh, using some basic math, I calculated that 11% of 20 million drivers is 2.2 million black motorists pulled over every single year. Which means that in the absolute worst case scenario, as a black driver in America, your chances of getting shot by a cop when being pulled over is 0.0001%. And that is a lot lower of a number than I expected. That number is five times the chance of you getting struck by lightning at any given point. And that seems kind of like a lot, but take into consideration this. First of all, we're assuming that every single black person who dies at the hands of a cop is due to a traffic stop and that every black person shot is an innocent person, which is definitely far from the truth. So we're assuming absolute worst case scenario that is definitely not. The reality. And second of all, think about how r unlikely it is for you to get struck by lightning. It's one in 500,000. Racism, for the overwhelming majority of cases, does not manifest itself in the form of murder. That's something that is a flaw with media outlets, as they tend to communicate those stories most often. So it makes it seem like a lot of people in this country are dying at the hands of racism. But that's not the huge problem. In the big picture. The biggest problem is the little microaggressions that black people experience every single day at the hands of their fellow human beings. Now of course everyone's life is extremely important and should be valued as such. There's no disputing that really. But I think sometimes when social media conveys these stories and really only these stories, it spreads the incorrect message that racism is a problem because 23 people die at the hands of it every year. And if you're going to call for large, systemic, monumental changes, that's unfortunately not a convincing enough statistic. Like 36,000 people die because of car accidents every year, but there's no large monumental movements trying to get cars off the streets. It's not the 23 people who die every year that makes racism a problem worth addressing. What makes racism a problem worth addressing are the millions of people who every single day feel the effects of racism in their everyday lives. To be clear, I don't mean that 23 people is not a big deal. Like, 23 people killed is still 23 lives lost, and that's a big problem. But 
the changes that are being called for involve reworking the way our society functions, affecting the lives of 300 plus million people. And if you're going to implement changes to that scale, it needs to help more than 23 people. When it comes to big stories like this, I honestly think that the news does a fine job of communicating them. It doesn't need to be reposted hundreds of thousands of times on social media. The point of the news is to cover big stories that don't happen that often, but catch your attention. And that's exactly what the problem is, I think, with the news sometimes. What the news doesn't focus on are the just the everyday occurrences that have become a part of life. And for many people in the black community, there's a lot of things that happen in their everyday life that are never talked about in the news. Those are the things that if you want to spread awareness about, you should be sharing. Um, that's my thoughts for today. Um, if any of you guys are really triggered by something I said, uh, please let me know via DM. Not via comments, but via DM. Um, and if there's anything that I think I said and want to correct, I will make a story about it. Um, I try my best to word everything very carefully as to not be um, inconsiderate of anyone, but obviously everyone has different levels of tolerance of what they believe is acceptable to say and not, and I have no idea if I've triggered a bunch of you or not, even if I've tried the best I can. Um, and I think I'll do this after every video too, I'll let you guys tell me if I said anything wrong, and if I did and I believe I said something wrong, I will correct myself after the fact. But these are my thoughts. Yeah. I, I don't have an outro or anything like that, but we'll, we'll fix that in the future. Bye, guys. Hey, Future Jordan here. Um, one thing I'm trying to do with each of these episodes is send it to three or four people that I trust before actually posting it, so that way they can catch any insensitive things I might say and I can change things around or clarify things. Um, one thing I did want to clarify is that I'm not trying to suppress your opinions by turning off the comments or suppressing your ability to learn from one another. It's just that in preparing for this podcast, I also looked at the comment section of a lot of other um, like YouTube channels that make similar videos, and most of those comments are quite toxic, and no one's really trying to learn from one another. So what I'm going to do is... If you message me and I see that you have a really, really good point, um, I'll share it on my story. I'll let people know that, hey, this person, or, well, I won't name you by name, but I'll say like, hey, a person told me this point and I thought it was really strong and I think it should be taken into consideration. So that way you guys can still learn from one another without any of the toxicity.